Before we start today's episode, I want to share a lovely review of the podcast with you all. This one is titled My New Favorite Podcast and comes in from Gandalf the Grayish via Apple Podcasts. They say, Hannah has a great interview style and makes the content so engaging. It feels like we're all friends just sitting around the table, having a coffee and a chat. I can't wait to listen to more. Thank you so much, Gandalf the Grayish, for your lovely review. I'm so glad to hear how the podcast makes you feel, and thank you for sharing this with me. Welcome to Witch Talks, a series for spiritual seekers, witches, and enlightened souls. I'm Hannah the Suburban Witch, an intuitive tarot reader, astrologer, and eclectic witch, and I hope you're ready to get up close and personal with your favorite witches. In today's episode, it is another Witch Talks mini-sode with yours truly, where I'm not interviewing any other witches, but just sharing some of my own witchy advice with you all, talking all things witchy. Today, let's chat about insomnia, and I'm going to give you my own little witch's guide to beating insomnia, because it's something I have struggled on and off with basically my entire life. And we all know that feeling when you realize you've been trying to fall asleep for longer than the time you have left to sleep. It's not very good. Or when you check the clock and quickly calculate if you fall asleep right now, you'll have exactly three hours, 21 minutes and 17 seconds of sleep before you must wake up. I'm sure insomnia affects us all at one point or another in our lives. And sometimes it's a short term issue, often due to anxiety, stress, sometimes medication. But there are some people who have long term or chronic insomnia that can last for a month or more. So I'm going to cover a myriad of tips for beating your insomnia, and this will cover herbs, spells, crystals, sound, meditation, and creating a sacred sleep space, which are all my witchy tips to help you in beating insomnia, along with some non-witchy tips as well. So just briefly, what causes insomnia? Well, short-term insomnia is usually caused by a spike in stress and anxiety, increased caffeine consumption, new medications, or even excitement. Like, I definitely couldn't sleep the night before my wedding, and I knew I needed my beauty sleep, but instead stayed up well past 2 a.m. looking at horrible medical images. There was a, an Instagram account my bridesmaid showed me of all these very graphic, like, pimple popping and surgery images on this Instagram account. It was a deep wild ride and fascinating. And that's what I did the night before I got married. Uh, But anyway, just because it's a short term or just lasts a couple of days thing, doesn't make it any less annoying when you can't fall asleep. Although when you're excited about something, it's different kind of vibe, isn't it? Now, chronic insomnia is often caused by persistent high stress, anxiety disorder, other mental health concerns, or as a response to a traumatic event, such as a death, illness of a loved one, divorce, job loss, and yes, even the global pandemic has definitely caused some chronic insomnia for some people out there. But how do we beat it? Well, there are several witchy tips to beating insomnia, and I will list them all here for you. But before we get started, it's crucial that I remind you witchcraft, spirituality, all of the advice that I give you here does not take the place of medical advice. These are witchy tips, and they are not a supplement to standard medical healthcare. And I always recommend you consult your doctor alongside any spiritual additions to your life. The world is not black and white. You don't have spirituality or Western medicine. You can use them together. So the first thing to look at is your sleeping space. Are you putting yourself in the right environment to foster good sleep? Some things to be wary of are lights, electronics, temperature, and habits. 
So let's talk about lights and electronics first. We all know that artificial light can impact our circadian rhythm, even more so if it is blue light, which is often found in our phones, computer screens, and TV screens. You can combat this by wearing blue light filtering glasses or abstaining from screens after 8 or 9 p.m. at night. If you're really struggling with sleep, I'd suggest going a couple of days without using electrical lights at all and trying to sleep with the sunrise and sunset if possible. The best sleeps I ever had were when I lived in the Amazon jungle of Peru with no electricity. And I'm a Virgo with anxiety and I slept amazingly. I will note I did get woken up with a monkey peeing on me because we didn't have real windows, but that's a different story. Secondly, the electromagnetic frequency of electrical items can tamper with your sleep patterns. Especially bad for this are Wi-Fi routers, power lines, cell phones, and phone towers, but all electricity emits EMFs. Some people are sensitive to EMFs and they can build up over time, causing issues alongside insomnia too. So try to keep all of these items out of the bedroom, or at the very least, not right next to your bed. Focusing on grounding yourself is great for relief of a buildup of EMFs, as well as taking magnesium salt baths. If you don't have a bath or don't have time for a bath, the magnesium spray that you rub onto your body is excellent. Now let's talk about temperature. We often think we want the room warmer than we need it for comfortable sleeping, but when we want an ideal sleeping environment, we actually need it a bit cooler. According to the Sleep Foundation, the best bedroom temperature for a comfortable sleep is approximately 65 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 18.3 degrees Celsius. So don't be afraid to peel off a layer of clothes or reduce your thermostat to see if that helps. Now habits. We are creatures of habit and giving yourself a bedtime routine is one of the best things you can do for your sleep. Start by choosing an achievable bedtime. So for me, if I tried to put myself to bed at 9 p.m., that would never happen. I just, I don't feel sleepy. That is not my natural sleeping time. So my achievable bedtime is 11.30 p.m. And that is achievable. I can do that, right? So this ensures I'm in bed at that time with the lights out every night. Yes, even on weekends. And then after that, you try setting a wake time that is the same every day too. You might have a routine to follow as well, such as a shower, followed by a cup of tea, reading your book, and then go to bed. And this will help your body know the cues for sleep time. We have a pretty strict routine with our kids from the moment they were born as well. It basically goes dinner or bottle, bath, book, bed. And they know that routine down pat. So even when they're really young, six months, eight months, a year old, as soon as they've had that bath and they're having that book, They know it's time for bed and they start falling asleep. Their body knows, they recognize this routine and you need to do that for yourself as well. If you want to start getting more sleep, once you've had that achievable bedtime, just start bringing it earlier by about 15 minutes every week. See how that helps. Lastly, we need to remember that this is the witch's guide to beating insomnia. And so far we've covered the mundane muggle tips. So make your bedroom the ideal sleep environment by treating it sacredly. Have you cleansed the space recently? Also, don't underestimate the power of a good energy shield, removing mirrors, upping the vibrations, and even looking at the feng shui of your space. If you are having any issues with spiritual visitations at nighttime, few tips for you here. Make sure you don't have your ancestral altar in your bedroom that can encourage communication with them. And you can use something like a dragon's blood incense because that usually just cuts out any spiritual activity. 
Now, whenever someone comes to me with sleep issues, one of the first things I suggest is actually lapidolite. This beautiful purple stone is one that will hold you in an ocean of calm and it's super gentle and actually has a permanent home inside my own pillowcase. If your reason for insomnia is anxiety based, then howlite is the crystal for you. I recommend getting this in a spherical tumbled stone to increase the even and gentle vibes that this stone gives off. It's especially great for those with Virgo or Gemini placements in their chart. To reduce the effects of EMFs, you'll want to try any of these crystals, either worn on you, put next to your bed, or placed between you and the offending item in question. Black tourmaline, hematite, fluorite, snowflake obsidian, pyrite, magnetite, shungite, or black moonstone. Reminder that magnetite, hematite, and pyrite need to stay clear of your laptop or it can cause major havoc. And sometimes it is a more sinister reason for not sleeping, and that might be due to nightmares, sleep paralysis, which I've had my fair share of, or in rare cases, hauntings. If there is an entity in your space, absolutely find a professional to help you work through this. If you're experiencing sleep paralysis or nightmares, you can include a chunk of black obsidian by your bedside table and grid your space with black tourmaline. So just placing a small stone in each corner of the room. If you need more help with those specific issues, I do have a video. It's an older one on my YouTube, uh, but it is for help with nightmares and sleep paralysis and things like that. Now let's talk about herbs and a reminder that these suggestions need to be run past your doctor or pharmacist as herbs can have a very drastic effect on medications and some medical conditions. So herbs can be used as an infusion or a tea just before bed as part of your wind down routine, or you can utilize the essential oil topically or in a diffuser. Reminder, if you use essential oils, please dilute them. You can't just put them on your skin or put them in your bath. You need to dilute them. So some people are sensitive to herbs taken internally. So instead, you could also use these sleep herbs in a jar, so a jar spell, a charm bag, or even place some in a bowl to charge up a a calming crystal with their energy. When working with herbs magically, you need to remember to connect in with the plant spirit and activate it before you use it. So typical lavender, it's great to sprinkle inside your pillowcase, spray the room, rub the essential oil on your feet once diluted, or even drink it as a tea. It goes beautifully with rose petals. Chamomile is extremely calming for your mind and excellent for calming the nervous system. If you feel anxious, this is the one for you. It's best drunk as a tea infusion and sweetened with some maple syrup or used as an ingredient in a jar or charm bag. If the lavender and chamomile are too mild for you or they don't help, you need to up your game to some valerian. Valerian root is a stinky herb that smells like feet, but I promise it doesn't taste like them. Cats are also drawn to the smell of this herb and you may need to keep it away up high where they can't reach it. My cat actually prefers valerian to catnip and I have to keep it on a very high cupboard in the laundry. This is a strong plant and one that I suggest you approach with caution. Start with a single teaspoon infusion and make sure to let it steep for 10 to 15 minutes covered to keep the precious oils inside. Some people report strange dreams or even experience lucid dreaming when using valerian. You can also buy this in pill form at the pharmacy if the smell is a bit too much for you, but I promise it just tastes slightly minty and very earthy. Meditation is another one that's excellent for clearing the mind, 
refreshing the body and calming the spirit. An ideal practice is to meditate three to seven times a week for 20 minutes. That is like peak goals. Some people like to meditate first thing in the morning, which is essentially impossible if you're a parent of little ones, which is why my time of choice is about 30 minutes before bed. It's a great way to disconnect from your day, from your phone and from reading for a night of rest. If you're not sure how to meditate, I do have a fantastic video on my YouTube channel called How to Get Started with Meditation. It's for beginners and those who struggle to meditate. Yes, I'm looking at everyone with ADHD. I give a million and one tips for working through that. Now, I do have a fantastic visualization for insomnia. And I'm yet to make a, a YouTube video or any actual content for this. But when I do, I will update you all because this is hands down my go-to method for beating insomnia and it's really hard to bring it across with words but I call this my crystal castles visualization so what you want to do is pick your favorite crystal that you're drawn to in the moment uh, so some good ones are for example I often use lapidolite or amethyst because they're both really calming I find both of them are like the lavender of the crystal world so you want to pick a crystal and then imagine that it is huge and either carved into a castle shape a house or really go wild with your imagination as to how it is somehow habitable i've imagined mountainous caves filled with amethyst geode style crystals and the entrance looked fresh out of the mines of moria in lord of the rings and i've had clear quartz castles that were more akin to elsa's castle on top of the north mountain but with crystal clear walls and ceilings my favorite though is my lapidolite castle it's set in a flat clearing with some shrubs nearby and always happens to be dusk when i imagine myself approaching it the castle itself is less like a castle and looks more like i've magnified my tumbled stone and just plunked it in a landscape with a door and the door is round like a hobbit door and wooden with tumbled lapidolite stone for a handle and almost like melted lapidolite within the grains of the wood I want you to get really carried away with this visualization and imagine all the details. Now you knock, the door is opened, and I tend to see an old man welcoming me inside, saying he's been expecting me. The glow from inside is often warm and yellow, and the air smells like butter. But you can imagine any scent or feel to the space that fits with the crystal, and follow your intuition here. Remember to tune into the fact that you are indeed surrounded by this crystal energy. You can feel it emanating from the walls, the floor, and the roof. Ahead are three hallways. One leads straight forward, one leads up, and one leads down. Pick whichever feels right and start walking. The hallway will have many doors, and behind each one is a different room. Some have princess-style four-poster beds with 20 mattresses, and others have beds made from clouds. There are hammocks, moss mounds, and the limit here is only as far as your imagination can take you. Try as little or as many doors as you need to, and when you see the one that feels right, go in and imagine settling yourself in for the night to go to sleep, whilst the energy pulses in waves from the crystals over your body. Usually by this point, I'm asleep. This is such a powerful visualization, and I'm really excited to hear how it goes for all of you. The next one to chat about is sound and we've all heard about sound healing and these days we can simply search for exactly what we need on YouTube. My witchy tip for beating insomnia with sound is to firstly cleanse your space with bells or gongs or a crystal singing bowl, 
followed by putting on some delta or theta waves and listening to them binaurally if possible, which means you need headphones in. The delta waves are slow and deeply penetrating and they suspend external awareness and put you into a deep, dreamless sleep. The theta waves are associated with lowered anxiety and the REM sleep that we all need to achieve each night. This is my last witchy tip for beating insomnia and it's to utilize everything we've already talked about in your spells. I have created a PDF of both of these spells, which you can download as one of my Patreon members. It will be available for the $7 and the $15 tier, as well as all the other amazing perks and tons of value that you get by being one of my Patreon supporters. Head to patreon.com forward slash suburban witchery. And as always, all of the links are in the description box below as well. So here are two examples of spells you could use. One might be some candle magic. So if you're creating a candle spell to enhance your chance of restful sleep, you'll want a blue or purple chime candle, which is the the short burn, maybe one to two hours, which you can dress in coconut and lavender oil, followed by rolling it in some chamomile flowers. Grid around your candle. This is something I love to do. I've actually not seen many other or any other people do it, but I use a crystal grid around my candle. And for this one, you would use uh, clear quartz, lapidolite, potentially amethyst as well. And say lavender purple, chamomile white, give me a restful sleep tonight. Set my fears and worries at bay and let sleep take my troubles away. Burn your candle all the way down and ideally complete this spell on a Friday or a new moon. Another one is a spell jar, and I love spell jars or charm bags for sleep magic because you want to contain the spell so that it is active for a long period of time and can be carried with you. You may place it by your bedside or under the bed, and if you go away for a night, you can take it with you. When it needs re-energizing, simply shake it or place it on your altar for a day. You can use any of the crystals that we've chatted about or the herbs as well, petition paper, and stick to colors of purple, blue, and white. I like to pop some black salt in there too as a protection during the astral realm and to stave off nightmares. You can always check out my video tutorials on how to make a spell jar over on YouTube. I really hope these tips help you get the rest that you need. And if something still feels off for you, you can try one of my chakra checkup services to see what else may be affecting you right now and how to bring yourself back into alignment and balance. Did you know you can book a chakra checkup with yours truly, Hannah, the Suburban Witch? This is a little report that can make a lot of difference in your life. This service helps to put you back in the driver's seat and steer away from feeling stuck or blocked and head straight towards alignment and ease. You can see all of our five-star reviews over on Facebook, Google, or even our testimonials page on the website. Simply head to suburbanwitchery.com to book yours now. Thank you so much for listening. And if you can please leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the world to me. Come and follow us over on Instagram at Witch Talks Podcast, and I look forward to catching up with you there. Brightest blessings.